Alrighty, you've done it. You've tuned WIA National News for week commencing October 6 and I'm Graham VK4BB. A bushfire on the Australian coast last week threatened the historic listed Baron Joey Lighthouse at Palm Beach on the northernmost point of Sydney and features on the TV drama Home and Away. The New South Wales Rural Fire Service reports the building sustained some roof damage but is mostly fine. And that is good news, particularly to the Manly Warringah Radio Society VK2MB, which has activated Baron Joey in the International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend for many a year. To register in the 48-hour fun event next year, that's August 16 and 17, check the website illw.net. The 2013 Marconi Society Paul Barron Young Scholars Award has been awarded to Desmond Wang, an electrical and electronic engineering PhD student at the University of Melbourne. He's a specialist in optical wireless technology. Desmond received the award at the Marconi Society's annual celebration in Italy on Tuesday, October 1. This is the first time an Australian has received this prestigious award. Barrett Communications has been awarded a three-year contract to provide up to 750 HF transceivers to one of East Africa's largest police forces. Barrett Communications, established in 1976, is a specialist manufacturer and supplier of communication equipment with head office for design and manufacturing in Perth, VK6. Astronaut to land in Sydney. With two ham astronauts departing NASA, Gregory KD5PKZ and Ronald KF5GPO. KD5PKZ will be joining the faculty of Texas A&M University and the University of Sydney in Australia. KD5PKZ began his 18-year-old NASA career in 95 in mission control at the agency's Johnson Space Centre and was selected as an astronaut in 1998. He flew in space twice in 2008 as a flight engineer and science officer for Expedition 1718 aboard the ISS and as a mission specialist during STS-134 in 2011. SpaceDaily.com say magnetic field may shape blooming star. The finding, published in the journal Monthly Notices of the Royal Astronomical Society, reports the star lying 23,000 light-years away in the Southern Triangle. The radio waves from the star's jets were detected with CSIRO's Australia Telescope Compact Array, an array of six 22-metre diameter radio dishes near Narrabri in New South Wales. The flowering star is turning into one of the most beautiful objects in space, a planetary nebula. These are large glowing objects that early astronomers thought looked like planets. In fact, they're stars late in their lives that have shed much of their gas into space. The shed gas glows, powered by energy from the old star's tiny core. The jet phase seems to show the first stages of the star becoming a planetary nebula. As we whip around Australia, Yarra Valley ARG, the annual Hamfest and White Elephant Sale, Sunday, November 10, at the Gary Cooper Pavilion, 16 Anzac Avenue, Yarra Glen. $5 entry, tables 15 each. Call in on the VK3 RYV 146.725 repeater. And for bookings and further details, phone Steve 0418 1034.87. Tark Australia Day Long Weekend Family Radio Camp happens from Friday afternoon 24th to Monday afternoon the 27th of January 2014 at Girl Guides Campsite Blue Water and AX4 WIT will be on air from the camp to provide directions and contact. Weiss and South Australia Field Day happens October 13. 
display your field radio setup, get together over a barbecue lunch, test equipment available via Nick McLean, plus radio exercises and training. The Weiss and SA Field Day is to be held at Enfield State Emergency Service Headquarters, that's in Hoods Road, Northfield, Sunday the 13th from 10.00 hours. Radio and Electronics Association of Southern Tasmania's October presentation will be a tour of the Novarus High Voltage Test Lab and the tour guide, none other than the owner, Phil Thompson, VK7SS. Please note the tour is on the second Wednesday night of October, that's the 9th, from 7.30pm. Across Australia, from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News. In Ballarat, it can be heard on the VK3RWA repeater, 147.100, every Sunday at 11am. WIA Board Talk, and first it's to Peter Hartfield, VK3PH, from the WIA Publications Committee. Then more on PR for Amateur Radio Expo 2014. I would like to take this opportunity to thank everyone that sent through updates for the 2014 callbook. This year has seen a number of changes. The call sign, beacon, repeater and band plan data, as well as all club information, are as up-to-date as possible as at the end of September. Additional information is provided on digital modes, summits on the air and EMR compliance. WIA functional committees are explained along with a complete list of committee members. Improvements have also been made to the accompanying CD. A PDF version is provided along with a formatted text version for the vision impaired. The CD is indexed by an improved HTML infrastructure for easy navigation. The NZART 2014 callbook is included as well as PDF versions of AR Magazine for 2012. The callbook is currently with the printers and will be available for purchase in October. A special deal is available for clubs purchasing quantities on behalf of members. Please support the WIA and purchase a copy from mid-October. Go to the online bookshop and look under WIA Publications. The 2014 core book is the one with Charlie, VKE3VZZ, on the cover. This is Peter, VKE3PH. Learning is the key to everything. There can be no exception to the rule that learning is an essential process. We start out life with a basic foundation which can be built upon as we grow into adults. Our age, gender and background are among the things considered to be those teaching amateur radio subjects. WIA assessors know that people learn differently, and that's why the approach to publicity is very important. The WIA urges all its affiliated clubs, its groups and members to be involved in the PR Amateur Radio Expo to be held in April 2014. The basis can be a display in a public place, showcasing what we're on about, getting the audience to think, and hopefully go away with some knowledge. Now, don't use jargon and make it strange or quaint, but something that they can picture themselves involved in. A few will stop and visit, show curiosity and ask questions. Try and get them involved in the next Foundation Licence class. Be a true salesperson by not letting them leave without a brochure and, if possible, get their name and contact details for a follow-up. Visit the WIA website for members section under Promoting Our Hobby to get further information. What use is an F-call? If you've just passed your amateur radio exams and you're waiting for your licence to arrive, you're where I was two years ago, surrounded by people who have had their licence longer than I've been on the planet, with so many options and not a single idea where to start. Let me start with saying... Welcome to Amateur Radio. 
There are many of us here, and I'm confident you'll find people around you in the community that share your interests and pursuits. Just like in any other community, you need to find the town square, so to speak. That you're listening to this is an indication that you've found at least one part of the amateur community. This little corner, a weekly segment about having and using a foundation call, is part of a weekly news system. In Western Australia, where this originate, it forms part of the weekly NewsWest News. Nationally, it's part of the VK1WIA News. Perhaps you've downloaded this, or you're listening to a local repeater, or any number of other ways that this particular segment can make its way to you. As I said, welcome. Now you should go and explore and find other parts of the community. You'll find them on air, on the local repeater, on the internet, via Echolink, IRLP, via clubs, community events, during car rallies or times of emergency. Amateurs are everywhere. Look into your local clubs. A Google search for amateur radio will give you much to start finding things. You can look into the Wireless Institute of Australia, the world's oldest amateur radio club, the RSGB in the UK, the ARRL in the US, or hundreds of country-based clubs and associations around the world. I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot, Lima Alpha Bravo. From the WIA News Hub in Sydney and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, AR Victoria and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. In New Zealand, Radio Spectrum Management, RSM, recently executed three search warrants on three different premises. The warrants specifically targeted the use, supply, distribution and importation of prohibited dog tracking devices. More than 40 prohibited dog tracking devices were found. The file relating to this case has now been referred to the Crown solicitors with a view for possible prosecution, with penalties ranging up to $30,000 per offence that would be applicable. View the Radio Communication Regulations Prohibited Dog Tracking Devices Notice 2013. Sri Lanka. After 157 years, Sri Lanka closes its telegram service on October the 31st. As reported earlier this year on WIA National News, nearby India sent its last commercial telegram in July. Morse code telegraph wires once crisscrossed the world, augmented by shortwave beam wireless. It lost out to improved telephones, fax, email and mobile phone short message service. Australia's public telegram service closed in 1993 after the quick spread of information within reach of everyone. South Africa. As part of Youth in Amateur Radio Week to be held from the 10th to the 15th of February 2014, the SARL is holding an essay competition with the title Amateur Radio, Your Gateway to a Career in Engineering and Science. Young people under the age of 20 have been invited to explore how amateur radio has shaped the development of radio science and how today amateur radio can be a gateway into engineering, electronic and science career. The winning entry in each category will be presented with his or her award at the annual SARL convention to be held in Pretoria on the 12th of April 2014. Can the SARL communicate with you? Sending paper documents through the mail is becoming increasingly expensive. In many cases, it's unavoidable, but whenever possible, the South African Radio League, SARL, prefers sending by email or SMS. 
the SARL will, at some unspecified time in the future, stop making provision for amateurs with no email addresses. To be ready for that event, they're asking their members to start preparing now with an email address, even if it's at an internet cafe or on the computer of a friend or family member. In the USA, High Sky Technologies Inc. is using high-frequency communications for an innovative asset tracking and reporting network. Amateur Radio Newsline's Skeeter Nash, N5ASH, has tracked the details. The company, whose chief executive officer is Charles Maynard, KJ4PPE, recently gained an FCC license to use 954 HF channels, each 3 kilohertz wide. The mobile tracking units using this spectrum will transmit a maximum of 1 watt effective radiated power using a small, low-efficiency broadband antenna. The data will be received by nine stations located at low-noise sites across the USA, which will then forward the data to customers. The signal being transmitted will have a bandwidth of 2800 Hz and an emission designator of 2K80G1D. The company says a military high-frequency waveform will be used and claims the system will overcome coverage and other problems associated with traditional tracking devices using cell phone or satellite transmission interfaces. The license issued to High Sky reportedly covers up to 10,000 devices operating in the United States, including Hawaii, Alaska, and U.S. territories. But word is that this service could expand worldwide. I'm Skeeter Nash, N5ASH. Vietnam will be on the air in a few weeks. This with word that N0ODK will be operational from Ho Chi Minh City as 3W2DK between October 17th and 24th. He'll then travel to Phu Quoc Island and will be operational from there using the call XV4MN between October 24th and 29th. His operations will be on 20, 17, 15, 15 and 10 meters from both locations. After his Phu Quoc Island operation, he'll return to Ho Chi Minh City and will again be on the air from there until November 2nd. If you want to work this rare one, QSL via N0ODK direct by the Bureau or Logbook of the World. Those stories from the Amateur Radio Newsline. You're tuned to the WIA National News Service across Australia. I'm Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1WIA. Operational news on Felix VK4FUQ, Dateline 2013-2014. WIA Spring VHF UHF Field Day, weekend of November 23-24. WIA Summer VHF UHF Field Day, 11-12 January. WIA John Moyle Field Day, weekend March 15-16. The Tark Inc. will be participating in the John Moyle Field Day weekend at the Girl Guides Association of Queensland Baden Powell Campsite and Training Centre, Tulakia Beach Road, Blue Water. Portable operations to go, so make sure you bring plenty of batteries and whisper quiet generators if you can. Logging for the event will be done by a dude that can type using a 12 volt powered netbook running the latest version of EKCL. There will be lots of antenna lofting and tweaking. Operating in a location that can be used whatever weather is happening, plus plenty of chances to kick back and socialise. There will also be available on-site training and assessment services should you feel like getting or upgrading your licence. It's on, come rain or shine. Special event stations, DX and Beacon and Net Advice. DJ7RJ is active stroke FR from Reunion Island until November the 2nd. 
His operation is 160 through 10 metres using CW and SSB. QSL via DJ7RJ, direct or by the Bureau. CA2DX, Mozambique between October 15 and 22. 160 through 10 metres using CW, SSB and RITI. QSL and other information is on the web at ca2dx.com. A52YY, Kingdom of Bhutan, October 6 to the 10th. Active on 40 to 10 metres using SSB. QSL via OH2YY, by the Bureau, also LOTW. 5P14EHC, Danish Special Event Call Sign 5P14EHC, between January the 1st and the 31st, 2014. This activity is to celebrate Denmark hosting the European Handball Championship for Men event in January. EA4GBA is operational as C91GBA from Mozambique until December the 15th. Activity will be on all HF bands using SSB with 100 watts into a dipole. QSL direct via EA4GBA. Awards. Victoria National Parks activation next month. The third Keith Roger Memorial National Parks Award Activation Weekend will be across Victoria on November the 15th to the 17th. It will be a fun event for chasers and activators to get contacts to gain valuable award points. Listener applications are most welcome. The following National Parks activations are planned. Chiltern, Mount Pilot on Friday. Then Alpine on Saturday by Peter BK3ZPF on both Friday and Saturday. Bawara Pine Mountain by Tony Hambling, VK3VTH. On Saturday, Paul VK5PAS at Murray Sunset. And Sunday at Wiperfeld. Early interest has been shown in at least four other national parks. There's no limit on the number of portable amateur stations involved at a particular spot. With 45 in Victoria, there's plenty to choose. Contact the award manager, Tony, VK3VTH, so a master list can be issued. The suggested frequencies are 7.090, 14 3.6 and 144.1 MHz. Award rules and more information are available on the Amateur Radio Victoria website. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. From the WIA News Hub in Melbourne and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV, where every pixel tells a story. Peter Sturt, VK2ZTV, has been carrying out amateur digital television tests on 446.5 MHz. We believe this is the first digital amateur television transmissions in Newcastle. These transmissions can be watched with a 70cm beam pointed at Cardiff Heights or a vertical collinear antenna. Graham, VK2FA, and Charlie, VK2CLH, have both been watching Peter's state-of-the-art transmissions. Graham has a 16-element phased array antenna and Charlie a vertical collinear antenna in Warners Bay. 
If people are interested in observing these trials and tribulations of this experiment, most set-top boxes and TVs will tune to 446.5 MHz frequency if you do a manual scan by entering the frequency before you press OK. I'm sure that anyone who would like further information, then Peter, Graham or Charlie would be happy to give you any more information you might require. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Digital Are you the proud owner of a new IC7100 or do you own an IC9100 with a D-Star module? Then listen up. Brian VK2AH in QF55KQ is doing D-Star on HF transmissions starting at 2030 UTC every morning on 7.125 digital mode. When time permits, he will also test DV at 0430 UTC, also on 7.215, that's Monday, Wednesday, Friday and Sunday. Check-in usually starts on lower sideband and then moves to digital voice with the voice key going. Liaison is usually REF003 Charlie. There has been regular contacts with two stations in Taralgon, Victoria, QF31GT, one station in Druin, Victoria, one station in Sydney, and contact has been made into South Australia, PF94HX, a distance of around 1,128 kilometres. Hopefully other frequencies will be used and when conditions improve, 28 megs, 14 megs and 50 megs. If you have not given D-Star on HF a go, then call in and you'll be surprised at how clear the signals are when conditions are just right, just like a telephone call. Give Brian an email if you wish to set up a skid or ask more information. His email address is vk2ah at wia.org.au. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Police. IPA Radio Club Contest. The International Police Association Radio Club, IPARC, invites all radio amateurs around the world to take part in the IPARC contest, which takes place every year on the first weekend in November. Further details are available on iparc.de. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Radio Amateur Old Timers. Now let's join Clive, VK6CSW, for a reminder that tomorrow being the first Monday of the month means it's time once again for the Amateur Radio Old Timers Club of Australia's monthly bulletin to go to air. The two principal HF transmissions are on 20 metres on 14.150 MHz upper sideband. The first is at 0100 UTC, beamed north from Melbourne for the Eastern State listeners, while the second, also on 14.150 MHz, is an hour later at 0200 UTC, beamed westward for WA listeners. Also at 0200 UTC, Chris, VK6JI, will be transmitting from Perth on 40 metres on 7060 kHz lower sideband, Propagation permitting, this should be heard throughout most of Western Australia and hopefully South Australia too. As well, throughout the day, local RAOTC operators transmit the bulletin on a variety of HF, VHF and UHF frequencies. To find your local time and frequency, please visit the RAOTC website at www.raotc.org.au. Once again, www.raotc.org.au. 
Tomorrow's bulletin features an item on electrolytic capacitors from its chance discovery in the 1880s to today's tiny tantalum and other high-capacity units. Everyone, RAOTC members and non-members alike, is cordially invited to listen to the bulletin and to participate in the callbacks afterwards. So once again, the October RAOTC News and Information Bulletin is scheduled for tomorrow, Monday, October the 7th, and you're all most welcome to join in. 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW. From the west to the east, and it's October, that's Jota time. Ed, VK2JI, Publicity Officer for the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club, shares the great Jota plans his club has set to go. This event takes place over the weekend of October 19th and 20th this year, and gives us the opportunity to show these young minds a technical hobby that isn't just computers, a communications method that isn't just a smartphone, social networking that predates Facebook by almost a hundred years, and a hobby where those wishing to can build their own equipment and make it work. Remember how you felt when you constructed your first circuit board? No matter how simple a device might be, when it's homemade, it becomes something very special. That's the feeling we need to convey to these youngsters to attract them into the hobby. So who makes the contact to let these young minds know that the amateur radio hobby has so much to offer? Your local radio club, that's who. Is your local club supporting a local guide or scout troop in the upcoming Jota weekend? My local club is. The Central Coast ARC has linked up again with the scout troop that it has had contact with for several years, the East Gosford Scouts. One of our club members, Andrew, VK2PAM, is the Jota coordinator for the Scouts Association across New South Wales, as well as a scoutmaster at East Gosford. As well as the East Gosford troop, several other guide and scout troops travel to East Gosford as part of Jota to use amateur radio to communicate with other scout and guide troops from around Australia and indeed around the world over the two days. The CCARC has the lucky situation that two of the scoutmasters are club members, but this doesn't have to be the case. Why not get your local radio club to contact a local scout or guide troop and see what they are doing in Jota? Doug, VK2MDC, CCARC contest manager and one of our Jota organisers, asks that you listen out for VK2EH Portable, whether on HFSSB, VHF FM, D-Star or Node6060 IRLP, you'll be certain to hear some young voices trying this radio thing for the first time. Who knows, you could easily be talking to a fledgling foundation operator. If you live on or are passing through the Central Coast, Doug invites you to come along and take part. The address is the East Gosford Scout Hall at the end of Wattle Street, Gosford, 2250. It's right in the park, so there's plenty of room for antennas so we should be putting out a big signal. 73. VK2EH and the Gosford Region Guide and Scout Troops look forward to a contact on October 19th or 20th. Thanks, Ed. Now to conclude special interest group news for October the 6th, 
Further word on Summits of the Air from VK2 SOTA Association Manager Andrew Davis, VK1DA slash VK2UH. Summits on the Air is alive and well in VK2 and to really boost our activations we're running a SOTA QSO party for VK2 activators on Sunday the 13th of October. Do join in either as an activator on one of the almost 1,100 summits in New South Wales or as a chaser making contact with the activators. The 40 metre band has been the most popular band used to date, although this band is difficult for lower power stations beyond one skip distance or around 500 to 600 kilometres. 30 metre bands and 20 metre band are also increasingly used and there is a 12 metre challenge from SOTA UK to encourage more use of that band. For contacts from summits back into local areas, the standard simplex frequencies on 2 metres and 70 centimetres FM are also used uh, with simple handheld radios. Are you planning an activation? Please post your intentions on the SOTA underscore Australia Yahoo group in the coming week so that others know what you are planning. Also, post an alert on sotawatch.org.uk. Our goal is to reach at least 20 VK2 activations on that day. Can we make 20, 30 or more? With almost 1,100 summits from the Queensland border all the way down to Victoria, with many very accessible summits near the major population centres, we hope to be surprised by how many stations go out and operate. Remember, take a hat and sunscreen. Your radio, battery, antenna, maps, food and water and a method of calling home are also recommended. The list of registered summits is available from sotawatch.org.uk. Please check the rules regarding the activation zone and the limitations on the use of motor vehicles to transport you to the zone. More information and plenty of help and advice is available via the Yahoo group SOTA underscore Australia. See you on the air from a summit on the 13th of October. 73 from Andrew, VK1DA slash VK2UH in Yes. Well, here we are, the end of WIA National News. For those of you that want the social scene, go and have a read of the text edition, wia.org.au, and you'll find it right there, right through, till probably about mid-2014. But right now, it is time to go. I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly.